Welcome back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Twanda. Hey, and this is Rumel. Hey, Rumel. Hey, girl. Hey, how's it going? Okay, what is going on with you? You had like the over exuberant hey, and I'm like, who is this? Who am I working with? It's the new haircut, isn't it? It's the new haircut. Well, it could be. It's a little sassy. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's a little sassy. I'm, I'm getting that sassy vibe from you right now. Yay. Well, I just came back from a day party. I know. So. I see you in your white yeah. looking all fly. Mm. It was an all white party in the middle of the day, which uh, I think it is the best time to party for me now. Yeah, I know. It's that when we hit this age, day parties are the new thing. <laughs> I was like 1130 and I was like, you know what? I think I like 1130. Yep. I, like, yep. I like that. So yep. I never understood it before, but then I realized I can't stay up like I used to, but I have more energy in the day. So day party is a good euphemism because that for you getting old and you need to party early. Yeah. But yeah, let's just call it day party for short. I was like, yes, yes, please. I want more of those. So we had a nice lunch DJ and all that kind of stuff. So did you, did you dance? A little bit, a little bit, not did you too get, much. Did but, you do a line um, dance? I had a good time. So that's all that matters. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> cool. I've been watching a lot of Olympics uh, lately. Mm. Just, well, mainly because it's the main thing on and it's everything the news is talking about all the time. So I, I watch. Mm-hmm. I have not. Oh, God, girl. Really? I haven't watched not one event. Oh. I haven't. I'm gonna, really now that are you keeping up in the news about it at all? A little. Bit. Really, Ramel? Real, Seriously? Like, like, like how so, are we even going to have this conversation? No, we I said mean, let's I'm, have a conversation about what's going on in the Olympics, and I say, hey, Ramel, did you see it? It's like, no. Are you nope. keeping up with it? No. <laughs> this is going to be a really one-sided conversation. I can tell. No, I've been keeping up with. I mean. We're talking about if we're, I mean, we're getting ready to talk about Simone, right? So I have been keeping (laughs) up with that because it's kind of like what everybody is talking about, whether you're into gymnastics or not, which I really do actually do like gymnastics, but for whatever reason, I'm, well, you know, I'm not big on the TV, but I am really i have really surprised myself i have not watched one event which is yeah actually okay amazing. so i just want you to take your your cup that you've got and look at it and imagine that's what i'm saying to you right now the top line mm-hmm. <laughs> my, mm. my cup okay y'all <laughs> i love this cup first of all my um my friend tanisha got this for me and it says now it has cussing in it but i'm gonna say it it says bitch please that's the part that I was sending to Ramel right then. Just like, mm-hmm. It says, I'm so effing fabulous. I pee glitter, shit cupcakes, and fart rainbows. And so mm-hmm. this is like my favorite cup. Yeah, I see it all the time. We see it here all the time. But the first line is the line I was giving yeah. her for saying she hadn't watched any of the Olympics. Did no. you even see the opening? Because the Mm-mm. opening was a ama- uh, okay. See, I didn't see again, it. you were about you to guys, say it was amazing, go- but it I was amazing. It. And then there was the part 
where Naomi Osaka got to light the torch. And she is up there with her long braids. Mm -hmm. They're dyed a little red at the bottom. And she's got all of her black girl magic going. I see it. It's up there. Now, I know she's going. She's on the uh, Japan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, She chose Japan. But I ain't mad at her. I can can see it. It's, It's there. I'm still like... I was floored when she said that people wanted to take away her black card because she chose to represent Japan instead of the United States. Let me tell you something. If you are half black, which I believe she is. She is. Okay. She, she, her, her father is Haitian. Her mother is Japanese. Japanese. So who's going to check you, boo? Nobody. She's black. She is. She's black. And no matter what, I was like, I don't even know black people who would take, who would even threaten to take a black card away from a black person. It's just, I was like, honey, you might be looking at too much social media. Yeah. That is, like, that's so unfortunate. And she doesn't deserve it, any of that. She, she doesn't deserve didn't. any of that. Absolutely not. There's nothing she has to prove to anybody. I was just really disappointed because I know she's a very young lady mm-hmm. with the, also with the weight of the world on her because she's the best at what she does at a very young age. Very young. Mm-hmm. And she's had these people coming at her. So we're going to talk about Simone some today, but I couldn't talk about Simone without talking about Naomi, who really started this year talking about mental health. Right. You know, because she took some time away from her uh, tournaments citing mental health issues so she Mm -hmm. got the ball going in in june of this year by sitting out of wimbledon and uh the french open saying that she needed um to to step back for mental health and boy did people have something to say about that mind you they are most likely couch potatoes i know i'm like you you don't even know how to bounce a tennis ball what are we like why do you have something to say about a young oh Oh, a young woman who might need to take care of herself. But let me say who it is that I was thinking of who had something to say. Okay, tell me. Um, are you familiar with Megan Kelly? She oh, was girl. A, yeah. Oh. And, oh, wait, and that the Pierce guy, also on Fox News. Um, I can't remember his last name because I don't care about him that much. But both of them had really snide remarks to say about her not wanting to take interviews and talk after games because she was like I don't I don't want that negative energy and I'm all down for that I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm okay with it I just I I hate bullies who grow up like I thought bullies were just little kids at one time and then they grow up to be responsible adults but no they don't they grow up to be adult bullies and then like in the case of Megan Kelly and all these other people who are in the media they become bullies with pulpits they become bullies with microphones Mm -hmm. they become bullies with the platform Mm -hmm. and um they're out there to disseminate this really negative information about people who just they just want to live yes she just happens to be fantastic mm -hmm. i i she's fantastic at what she does she's a young uh, black woman and I say black I don't take anything away from her Asian heritage but here in America because mm-hmm. she lives in America mm-hmm. uh, she has lived um, uh, grew up here in America the one drop rule we didn't make the rule up let me just say that okay true, true. but the one drop rule is true if you have one drop here 
everybody sees you and treats you as an African-American no matter what. And so I just think uh, she, because she's at the top, and uh, she, she, they're coming at her. So it is now no wonder why somebody like her could feel a lot of weight and pressure mm-hmm. to perform uh, and a lot of weight and pressure from critics who have a lot to say on their platforms, their bully platforms. So I, this is definitely a time where I just want to uh, give a lot of support, send a lot of light and support to these ladies who are having to be the best of the world and get the weight of the world at the same time. And, you know, and I think it's unfair that, and who cares about being fair, but it's unrealistic to call any of these women or people who are playing at this level, who are competing at this level, Mm -hmm. to call anyone a quitter. Because, oh my gosh, they, I mean, the sacrifice that these young women have made to get to the level that they are. There's no, there's nowhere in their vocabulary that even allows them to think about being a quitter. You know what I mean? Like, can you imagine being a competitor, competitor Mm -hmm. at the top, the the top echelon of your, what do you call it? Sport. The top of your game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And you have to withdraw because you feel like you are just... You have to withdraw for these mental reasons, right? Can you imagine the anguish that they would go through to have to make this decision? Absolutely. And there are people sitting there waiting to criticize and question. Let me. mm. So, (laughs) yeah, that gets me angry because like uh, I think Megan Kelly and uh, Pierce Morgan, that's his name. Oh, I had a feeling you were talking about him. But yeah, go ahead. no. And it, um, they were talking about the fact that, you know, she didn't want to take interviews, but then was recently, after saying that she didn't want to take interviews, she was seen on um, Japan's Vogue and mm-hmm. on Sports Illustrated, maybe even Time Magazine. And then she was like, well, maybe she just doesn't want to answer questions that she can't control. I mean, just really nasty stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And some other things uh, that were said. Uh, uh, and first of all, she happened to, to clap back and at least say, y'all, that was done a year ago. And I just want to say, shut <clears throat> I can't say, shut the front door. <laughs> you know, it's just, I, it, it does make me um, just really upset to know that I understand why being, because the Olympics is described as like the biggest stage in sports. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody mm-hmm. in the world, this is at the the stage that everybody's looking at. Mm-hmm. And for um, these women, uh, for Naomi, for example, she started, she cited her mental health uh, concerns before we've been getting to while preparing for the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's had her own struggles in the Olympics. But I just, I just feel like, the amount of pressure to perform and do the thing and not even I'm not even sure they can do it for themselves now because we're all cheering you know we're all saying Mm -hmm. we want you to do more do more I'm exhausted for them I just like girl just go home take your ball and go home and do something else tell them they can screw them like she's got (laughs) she's been she's like the top paid um, female athlete in the world. At least one of my articles I read said that. Okay. And I was like, okay, if you've got that, or maybe she's the top Asian athlete in the world. The point is, you got money, 
go take your ball and do something else. Tell them to go screw themselves. And, do, you know, yeah. forget it. No. You've, all, you've already shown that you're the best. Keep it going. It's it's just that people have so much to say. And I um, I applaud them for being able to tune them out. I applaud yeah. them for for her for her but also her team for supporting her through this both of so them we took it right both so of them because i they don't do these things in a vacuum no that's right like okay so we'll go to simone specifically who simone biles pulled out of the team event mm-hmm. uh, so her team was dependent you know what her scores are affect what the whole team scores are Mm -hmm. and it affects their team meddling and she knew she recognized that she was off her mental game um you have to have your you've got to get your your physicality so your physical movements have to be on point Mm -hmm. your mind has to be focused in order to do those flips and things and stuff they do Um, and she knew she was off and she made a very good call she saw that she wasn't focused she was missing it some and she didn't want to bring down the team and i hope she was thinking she didn't want to hurt herself herself right what i what i read up on is that she has what they called the twisties did you see that i saw it on the news i didn't read it because i saw the news because i watched tv you watch TV. TV is this box <laughs> that's usually hanging on the I, wall. Or, or you, you've I seen do, it? You know what I'm I talking this, about? Got a remote little thingy. I do this old time thing where I use my eyeballs to run across little letters and they come together. They form words. Reading. I've heard yes. that. I've heard of that. I have heard of that. Yes. All right. Yes. But the whole idea is that with twisties, it just makes it very complicated for them. It, they get, I guess, dizzy. It's like Dom, Dominique Masiano. I can't remember. I can't say her last name, um, but she was a gold medalist in the 1986 Olympics. But she called the twisties um, a pool with no water. Mm. So I don't really, I don't have an idea what that feels like, but it's a mental like state like you know how you create your own blocks that's the way i yeah, i just figure it. it's like a yeah writing block or you know you can't think past you know whatever it is you are trying to do i, I just because yeah. I, I don't do those type of things so I, yeah, but I, exactly. I imagine it's a mental it's like a mental block yeah and I, it would be dangerous to do what they're doing yes I had, like, could you imagine a surgeon doing brain surgery? And it's like, what was I doing again? <laughs> I can't right. remember what or, I'm doing. What surgery am I doing? Like, or, yeah. Or like not you're doing, doing brain surgery, but you're so nervous you can't remember what comes next. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you're shaking. She said, she reported that in the earlier in that day, she was shaking and mm-hmm. that normally her routine is to take a nap and she could not take a nap. So she mm-hmm. knew she was already off of her routine yeah. and something was wrong. But she did try that vault and realize I've got the twisties, like yeah. you said. Mm-hmm. I don't need, it's not good for me nope. or my team Mm-mm. for me to keep going. And the courage for her to reclaim herself, mm-hmm. reclaim um, her health and her well-being mm-hmm. and say, hey, I'm not doing this. I applaud her. I was scared for her, too, because I know that the last thing she needed was for everybody to ask her 
Are you okay? What's going on? And right. that's the only thing everybody, even people who really cared about her, wanted her to know. But they kept interviewing her after she made this decision mm-hmm. to say, how are you doing? Are you okay? And it's like, well, I don't know what the right thing to do is there, but. I kept seeing, like, although I did not see any of the events, I kept seeing, like, clips of her. And what, I what on, on on YouTube or, like, I don't know on where your I phone it, or that thing you do reading I, with your eyes? In in passing, I don't okay. know. I, don't ask me where I saw it. But every time I saw her, unlike her other events, her other events, she seems always very calm, cool, collected, just another day on the, you know, on the gymnastics mm-hmm. floor kind of thing. But she actually looked scared. There mm. was part, there was a, I caught a couple of things where she was actually in tears. Yeah. And I, this was before she started pulling out of stuff. And right, I okay. just remember feeling like, what's going on with her? But then I didn't, I wasn't watching TV. <laughs> so I just kept on going. You know, I, it was just like in passing. But you saw it. And you saw it. She normally is bubbly and smiley in the beginning. And you could see she knew she was off her game. And we could see that's not the way she normally mm-hmm. comes in. And um, I'm just glad it didn't end with her hurting herself. Well, and there's a former gymnast and TV host, Zerlina Maxwell, She Mm -hmm. said this, gymnastics isn't basketball. If you're off your head game, you don't brick, you die. Mm. Oh. And so, I mean, very succinctly, excuse me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She just put it in perspective, you know, like these women are up here on six inch wide beams. They're throwing themselves from, from bar to bar they're mm-hmm. twisting themselves they're high up in, in the, the air, air off the vault. I mean, they're doing things that are very dangerous and we take for granted as um uh lay people who don't know how to do a cartwheel. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Oh my gosh, I hope I can find this. One of my classmates It oh was a meme. One of my classmates posted this and I was like, "Yes." He said, he said everybody who has something to say about um, these ladies. Okay. So everyone um, who has something to say, something about Simone Biles um, should start their criticism like this. I know Simone Biles has 25 world championships (laughs) and I have zero, but I think dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Or as an alternate, he says, I recognize Simone Biles is the most decorated gymnast in the history of the sport, male or female. I also realize I can't do a cartwheel, but I think dot, dot, dot. <laughs> See, so <laughs> that's my classmates. So, <laughs> that was I, good. That was good. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was perfect. So if you can start your criticism that like way. That. It would be most accurate. It would be most And accurate. it would put it in proper perspective <laughs> because it's the people who have never been in her shoes in any way, shape, or form, you don't even understand. Because, like, uh, other athletes have come to her support and her aid and say, hey, like Michael Phelps, known most decorated, greatest swimmer in history is what he's called. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, you know, mental health issues are real. He had depression. Mm-hmm. He had issues with warning um, uh, think thoughts of suicide. Like he's gone through it and he's had yeah. to go through it as the greatest swimmer in history. And he knows what that's like and he gets it. And there mm-hmm. are other athletes who get it. So 
I like the idea of just let's be supportive. Let's say, I mean, she's already proven she can do things Mm -hmm. that nobody else on earth can do. Like I saw videos and said, just just watch this because nobody else in the world can do this move. She can sit down. I'm like, honey. Sit down. Let's just you talk take, yeah. about Take your flips and go that, home. <laughs> you well, did it. Let's just talk about she's so good yeah. that the, um, what's it, the IOC? Who are these people who do the um, the Olympics um, yeah, committee? Those people. The, mm-hmm. Whatever the Olympics committee is. They don't even want to give her the full points for these phenomenal Yeah, because um, nobody moves. else can do them. Nobody else can do them. And so they penalize her. Can you imagine in any other sport you getting penalized because you are so good? good. Yeah. Nobody else in the world can do it. So we just can't give you an 11. You deserve a 15, but we're going to have to get, you know. (laughs) I mean, Yeah. It's like we're getting tired of giving you perfect scores. So we're just going to penalize you to make it fair for other people. You know what? (laughs) Who came up with? I don't. Mm. I know I know it's so frustrating but you know the thing that I want to say here is that what Simone and what Naomi Simone Biles and Naomi Osaka Osaka yeah yeah um have done is they have laid in stone a foundation Mm -hmm. a line in the sand for us to be able to live by by be able to say I matter Mm-hmm. My mental health matters. That's right. And I deserve to be well. Yes. And I don't even have to be an Olympian to recognize that that applies to me. Exactly. And they it have... applies to everybody. We all deserve to be well. Yes. And nobody else should should mandate or should shame even have us. an opinion shame. on this. I yeah. know. Like shame. There was There's this guy who was saying that they are not patriots they are not patriots that they're letting the russians win you know what i mean like so what so what 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 is the worst thing that happens if any other team in the world wins yeah but but she's already done a million things like yeah it's it's the same people who will use you up mm -hmm. it's like you can never be good enough and do enough for everybody and once you realize I can't do it for everybody. Cause she mm-hmm. said this, Simone Biles, one of her um, interviews uh, recently, since she's been pulling it out of things is that she said she felt like she wasn't doing it for herself anymore. Mm. It felt like it was all being done for other people. Yeah. And she had to stop the madness mm-hmm. and she had to do that for herself because other people wanted her to, to, to be unsafe Mm-hmm. And to push through and try to show up for the U.S. I mean, like the U.S. has shown up for her, right? So right. anyway, They're dogging I just her every want. Moment. So I, yeah. you know, I say to them, I, you know, I'm old enough to be her mama, right? And yes. I am cheering her on. I am yeah. cheering her on. I want her to do well, and whatever she chooses to participate in. During these Olympics, I stand behind her. I probably won't see her, but I stand no, behind. You won't. Her. Yeah, but but you'll be there in spirit. Yeah, she 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 will be reading about her and and thinking positively with her fist up. Yeah, I know how that works. 
She can't see if you watching her no way. It's okay. You can still support her from I still I still love the fact that I can see it in clips. That's the greatest thing. Everybody Facebook is great for clips because everybody wants you to see all the good stuff. So I can see that. So um yeah. yeah no, so... I stand behind her and I want for us as black women instead of us you know, carrying the whole world. Goodness gracious. It's, isn't it a nice thing to see someone else say, you know what? I'm not doing that. I'm putting me first. I, well, I'm going to tell you, she's putting herself first now and she's suffering a huge consequence for that because everybody in the world has some thoughts about it and she's having to account for that in interviews and conversations. Mm-hmm. But I just want to go back. I don't know the details about the other times where she's won medals and awards when she had broken bones Mm -hmm. and I believe she had a kidney stone when she won some other event. But the part that I do know is that back in 2018, I believe is Mm -hmm. when she came forward and said she was one of the gymnasts who uh, was sexually assaulted Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. by that doctor that the now I'm not going to say the right the USA gymnastics uh, organization yeah the organization at least for these ladies they felt like these young ladies did not feel protected and like the organization that should have been protecting them she felt like they didn't take accountability for uh, their part in not protecting her so can you imagine being a young person away from your parents, sexually assaulted mm-hmm. in a process, letting it happen and then still performing so well. And mm-hmm. going through this past um, 2020 where all of them have to to have their same workout routines, training routines and not have any outlets and expect to just perform. I I am just like, I'm glad she's breathing. I, I'm just glad she's breathing and, and taking care of herself. I just want to remind people of these people have lives have gone through crap. Yeah. Well, and you know, and they, uh, people have been bringing up this um, comparison to her and Carrie Strug. Oh. And if you remember, Carrie Strug was the one who did this fantastic vault and she had like, she was really hurt. I'm trying to remember which, which um, Olympics it was, it turns out that she didn't even need this last vault, okay? Oh, but mm-hmm. um, she did this vault. She did so great. And everybody was so happy. You know, they stood mm-hmm. around her and everything. And what ended up happening is she was permanently damaged. She oh, never competed again. She was pushed into doing this particular vault which it mm-hmm. turned out they would the team would have won anyway, but she was still and now. Oh God! Yeah, so yeah. Now she's permanently. Yeah. Pa- did you say parallel paralyzed or injured? If I'm not mistaken, her ankle was broken. Oh goodness. Okay. And yeah. so you know, every it was the it was like the vault that they played over and over again. I mean, she got her own Wheaties box, you know, Sports Illustrated, right. and all this kind of stuff. And wow, but she never ended up competing again we don't need that 
No, no. See, this way, it, we we seem to want to protect football players because our basketball players. We yell at the coach for putting them in if they're hurt or if we need them for something, you know, later. And it's like, well, let them rest or don't get them hurt. Mm-hmm. Like we just need to make sure we're caring about people. Right. As individuals, as humans, and not as machines. Right. This was in 1996. Excuse mm-hmm. me. So that was that was a long time ago. But um, <laughs> Carrie Shrug is 1996. Okay. So I I graduated from school in 96. So that was high school for you. Dang. No. <laughs> okay. I was gonna say dang. Okay. Because I grad. Yeah. I got you. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, lots of support to, to, to people supporting their mm-hmm. own mental health, mm-hmm. reclaiming their energy, doing what, what's best for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, the team team physician. Yeah, we ain't going to use his name. I'm going to like cut that out. <laughs> she said. She said, I, I'll meet, maybe I'll bleep it yeah. out because he doesn't you're deserve gonna do, to wait, be wait, named. You're going to do it in um, post-production, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So Y'all know funny. nothing ever gets done in post-production, so uh, we'll see what happens this Will you be working that post-production thing, though? <laughs> I have to give it to you. Every week you come, you work our, our sound and our doing our editing. and You don't get mad when I take some stuff out because I be taking stuff out, y'all. <laughs> Like what happened to that conversation where we said this? I was like, no, I took that. And out. They didn't make it. <laughs> they didn't make the cut. Those are on the on the floor of the cutting room, <laughs> the editing room. <laughs> so funny. Well, oh gosh, I really loved this conversation just because I needed to be able to say this. Yeah, I needed a platform for it. Thanks y'all for listening. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like, yeah. I mean, as black women, ah. Uh, I just stand behind them so strong. What? What? Wait a minute. What did the kids say? I stand. I don't know what they said. I don't know what the kids say. I don't know. What do they say? Tell me. What do kids say? My kids would actually come in here and bar me from using it if they had heard me. But I think it's I stand. Like stand without a D. But I don't get it. Okay. See, now we're showing our age. I really am. But my, my kids don't allow me to say things that are of their vernacular so yeah so if you know what we're trying to say or if Formel said it right you could just like leave a comment (laughs) on the Facebook group and be like you got it right or you got it wrong it's okay in the group nobody else has to know so that's that's great we appreciate that (laughs) well thanks guys for coming by to see us don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Yeah, write, us appreciate a note, that. write us a review. Oh my goodness. Write us a review. That would be so helpful. So especially if it's a good one. Yeah. Except <laughs> if it's a good one. You liked yeah, it. Those, those so, are helpful. Yeah, but so we'll be here again next week. So we appreciate y'all. So until next week, peace, peace and blessings. blessings. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Girl Podcast. That's girl with three R's. And if you want to participate in our segment, Ask Your Girlfriends, email us at girlpodcast at gmail.com. That's girl with three R's. (laughs) So until next time, peace Peace and and blessings. blessings.